Welcome to Time Sync. This is episode 102. This is Coach Jamaldi. This is Coach Hamza. Let's rock. And roll. A little bit more on chess, chess cheating. Right, right. We didn't get to finish last time, technically. Yeah, we didn't finish last time. We're not going to finish this time either, but I, I wanted to just uh, get some of the facts in. Because this is still ongoing. I and then move on. Yeah, well, this is still ongoing for such a long time. And it's like, at the end of the day, we'll just get the final results and final say at what's going on. Like, maybe way later down the line. But right now, what's happening is well, there's a lot more development. There's always development. The main development that happened... Well, actually, first, I think I think I, think I promised that I would say Jan Nepomniachtchi's thoughts, right? I'm pretty sure I said that last time. Mm-hmm. Yep, you... You literally left that as a cliffhanger, yes. You said, oh, there's so many opinions. This one's, But this one's so good. Yeah, cliffhanger. See you right. next time. Yeah, so, okay, so remember, Jan Nepo is the second best player. And he, he might win everything, become world champion this year, next year. I don't know when they do it. Probably next year because it's too late now. And so, and he was also in the same tournament. Remember, this happened in the Sinkfield Cup where Magnus Carlsen withdrew the tournament, causing huge hubbub. Then in the Julius Bayer tournament, Magnus withdrew against Hans. And later on, Magnus came out and said, yo, what did we, I don't even know if we went over this, but Magnus had a statement. He put up, finally put out a statement after the tournament. Actually, and I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the podcast, but he dominated that tournament. Oh, well, he destroyed, except for that one match where he resigned. In the first tournament, he withdrew from the entire tournament. Yeah. The second one, he simply withdrew from the match against. Not withdrew, just resigned against the match, yeah. Oh, yeah, just, I, I give up. Yeah, after the second move. And so basically, he resigned that match, so he lost three points, and he lost against Aronian so he lost three points from there all the other games he either won or drew and he did so good I think he he did like he was a full like 10 points ahead of the of the next player and then he in the finals he did like four and a half out of five points yeah I vaguely recall you mentioning that he was like 10 points ahead it was like oh he could have taken that another three losses yeah ridiculous it's kind of showing like I am still the world champion I'm still really good anyways he then he made a statement after that where very diplomatic very straightforward and he kind of he sort of alleged but didn't really forced it down but he said something to the effect of you know i cheating is a really big thing in chess and i don't i want to cut down on it and i feel like fide should do better and you know this kind of stuff right they, they should they should be more they should be looking at higher security for cheating at top levels of chess and the, the important the, there's two interesting things we said there we said is like neiman has to let him say something i don't know what that is maybe legalese or something and the second thing he said he signed a letter saying he's a world champion because you know he's using his influence and in this case, um, Jan Nepo, he also had a little, you know, spiel. Every single person in the world is giving their take on it, but his take is, you know, more I think feel more relevant because he's, you know, at the top and he played with Hans before and etc. And people know, people people knew that Hans was a cheater before, but they didn't know to what extent, and they didn't know, like, they didn't think he was cheating over the board or anything, right? But still, it's kind of that thing where it's in your back of your mind, like this person cheated, you know, kind of deal. So this is what he wrote. He wrote a lot, but the main, I'm gonna read it basically. Uh, okay, that's actually really long. But okay, maybe I won't read all of it, but I'll read some of it. He wrote, this is a translation because he wrote this in Russian, because he's Russian. He wrote, um, one of the main questions I get that's often asked is where is your evidence? What is your evidence? And then he says, and truly, what besides someone playing too strongly do we have to show for? Like, how do you know that someone is cheating in chess? Is what he's saying, you know, over the board. So he's saying, here's what some of the possible claims that cheaters give, and what is a logical uh, objection to that? And he gives a bunch of these. So he says, you won the game. Oh, he really broke this down. Okay. Yeah, he wrote, you won the game by strictly playing the first engine line. So, you know, if you're just copying the engine, then you're cheating. But then he wrote he, he wrote three different objections to this claim. He said, well, you could be really well prepared. He analyzed the variation. And the whole time he's doing this, he's, he's putting little snippets, of, like little uh, little funny little jokes in there. Like, it's, it's, very, it's very interestingly written. Because he wrote, I was well prepared in the open and carefully analyzed his variation the day before, in parentheses. It's kind of like a joke because that's what Hans said. I was just, luckily I did it the day before or in the morning. I, I happened to see it. I had a good day. I played in a good mood and generally got lucky. My opponent played worse than usual, making it easier for me. And my moves are not that difficult. Anyone would have played that way. So these are three claims that he says for this object, like for for this, um, you know, for this, this like someone, someone accusing you. And then he says, it happens very, very rarely. And then he gives examples. There was a perfect game that was played that Jan played against someone in 2017. And he says the reason why it was a perfect game is because someone called Vladimir Potkin, half an hour before the round began, he discovered a new idea. And his opponent didn't figure that out over the board, and he happened to win the game. Mm. So he's saying that this is it could happen. It's not like it's impossible. He's happened to him himself personally. I've had things happen where, just in general, like I, I have a test coming up, 
And like right before the test, I'll open up the textbook just like get a quick glance at things. And something I look at happens to be on the test. Like it happens to be the exact question. Yeah. So like it's not, I feel like it's not that crazy to be like, oh, I happen to. Because I assume he was practicing well before the morning of. He's been oh, yeah. pra- he's probably practicing for this tournament for weeks and weeks. And so, of course, naturally, like it wouldn't be that surprising if, oh, the day of one last review session, he happens to catch something new. But like, oh, I should just keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely plausible. Then he wrote, like, you want an online blitz game or rapid chess tournament without yawning. And then he wrote in parentheses, blundering once. Because, you know, because you're, when you're playing blitz, you're going really, really fast. And he's saying, you, you did it without, without you know, messing up at all. And usually, you do, you do mess up a lot, right? And then he, said, he, gave, he gave examples. I'm not going to go through all of them. Then he says, you want an online tournament by always playing the engine line. And then again, he said all these things, like, you know, these claims. Your rating is going up by leaps and bounds. That's, that's how, you know, that's impossible. And then the first thing he wrote is, I'm a big talent. I sing really well, too. And you see my drawing. Like, the reason he's a very, very talented individual, he's just that good. And he gives other examples. But he's saying this is a far-fetched claim. So he thinks this is not that. He's, this, is, this is the one that he's really stickling. He's saying the rating gains when you're, when you're a new player, he doesn't expect them to be at that fast. He gives examples for someone like Igor Rousis, who gained around 200 points for three years, then he was caught of cheating. He was suspected of cheating, and then he was, he was confirmed case of cheating. But for three years, he wasn't caught. Ooh. Then he says, you're acting strangely over the board. You go to the bathroom and stuff like that. It's That one is like, th- these don't really, these aren't that important. And that's what Magnus wrote. Like, he said, oh, you know, Hans, he wasn't really that, he wasn't stressing against my game. It's like, how, how can you claim someone is cheating? Because and it, To be fair, Magnus didn't claim that Hans cheated during that game. So that's that's one thing. Uh, there's other ones here. Like, they're just really funny ones after a while. I'm going to skip those. No one knows, but at home I beat Stockfish. Like, okay, they're just jokes. Actually, <laughs> you can beat Stockfish. I saw I saw Andrew Tang, he's like a really famous uh, streamer, another famous streamer for chess, and he beat Stockfish level eight, so like depth eight, in Ultra Blitz, which I don't know what Ultra Blitz is. I think it's like literally you get like ten seconds or like one second or something. No, no, like ten, fifteen seconds with like no increment to play, and he beat oh, wow. Stockfish depth eight because I guess Stockfish couldn't go that deep and check, and he's still that good. I don't know. Wow, how high do the depths go? I have no idea what it is. I don't know. If it's like 8 out of 100, I'm going to be very disappointed. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it can go really, really deep. Like, I'm talking like thousands. Wait, what? So, like, okay, so he beat, him, he beat this AI super, super handicapped? Is what you're saying? Like, he beat the AI, but, like, no one, no normal person can beat the AI in a, in a, cla- in a normal classical game. Like, if you were given a 30-minute 30, 30 game um, with the same... No, but I just understand. I'm just like, oh, he beat it at depth 8. Out of potentially thousands. Well, I don't know what depth it is, but it's level eight, so that might mean a different depth. Okay, but that it, might mean something else. Okay. But it's like it's like it's like if you play the same AI in a thirty-minute game, you're not gonna win. But yeah, if you yeah, no, force no. it to play in an ultra blitz game, where it has way where less time, where do they have time to like navigate the decision tree? Yeah. Yeah, because that's the way that it learned. Okay, so after all of this, he said, um, "This is this is the defense he's giving for someone that suspects someone for being a cheater." But he says, in all cases, it's not very easy. He says, he said he wrote here cases of surprisingly successful predictions of the opening lines are easy to verify. He says in chess business history sections, all the studied positions with the time tags are saved. So it isn't, impo- it's not, it isn't, um, it's not very impossible for that to happen, for someone to be really good in the opening or whatever. It's, it's, it shouldn't be that crazy. And he says, if you're a grandmaster, you're very good. I guess the point at the end of the day is it's very difficult to check if someone is cheating. All, you can claim a bunch of things, but it's very difficult to tell if they're cheating or not. I see. Okay. That's the gist of it. So he's thing. very adamantly that if he if he did cheat, we'd have caught him. And I mean, all the claims against him are pretty like there's nothing there. No, he's not. Says, he's, oh, he's not saying anything about catching them, but he's he's saying that you claim that he cheated, but there is no evidence, and it's very difficult to get evidence for that. And he's not saying anything about cheating because he knew the Hans cheated in the past, and he also said yeah. little remarks that you know I didn't like. You don't want to play against Hans, so that's that's what Jan said. Then, but this is the kind of clincher at the end of the day, where the Wall Street Journal came out. This is four days ago. They had an article, which which is the actual Chess.com investigation, where they came out and said that Hans Niemann likely cheated more than a hundred times. Ooh. So this is kind of a big deal because before Hans said he only cheated twice, once when he was like twelve, or once when he was fourteen, or once when he was sixteen. I don't remember the exact ages. And only online, never never over the board. And those are periods of his life where he cheated and he re- regrets those, and that's what it is. But he hasn't cheated since then. And by the way, that same that same streamer that I was talking about, because Hans Niemann is also a streamer, a very famous streamer too. Well, before this whole thing, him and Andrew Tang, that's the guy I was talking about that beat Stockfish. They're both friends and they 
they stream together every once in a while, but then they stop being friends for a little bit, and it's because he cheated. Like he was found to be cheating. So, anyways, Ooh. back when they were young kids, you know, because they're young kids, right? You grow up together, you kind of basically play chess together. As all young kids do, yes. Well, you know, you're in a clique, right? That's true. That's true. The interesting thing is, out of these hundreds of games that they claim, Chess.com claims that he cheated. Some of them are games made for money. Like, I mean, for played for money. So that's kind of that's kind of what people get really more upset about. Like, you know, you shouldn't be. You're you're getting money, so you're you're really like you know, you're doing something illegal too. Kind of basically stealing at that point, right? Yeah, exactly. And they said they only call it. It's the article is written in a way that you know, Chess.com is like it doesn't look good for either of them because like why why did you? They said they only caught four of the top hundred players cheating online, or they caught four of the top hundred players cheating. So there's yeah, like yeah. a lot of them are cheating. It could be all four cheaters, or it could be four out of the hundred that got caught. Yeah, yeah. And it said um, there's a list of people that he cheated against, and there's a lot of people's names inside there. Like, Jan's name was inside there. So, like, oh, what? And um, so, it's a pretty nice article. It's pretty, um, how can I claim it to be true or not? Like, you know, it's 72 pages, so ain't nobody going to read it. Whoa, okay. I thought I could be like, like five, six paragraphs. 72-page article? Is that an article at that point? Yeah, I guess it's like a formal declaration or something. I'm not really sure. Han said a bunch of stuff, and people are like, "Now he knows that he's 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 lying," because because this is what Chess.com said. Again, it's like it's like, but does it? This is all this is all online chess. This is not over the board chess. Okay, yeah, which is substantially easier to cheat. I assume does it require you to like webcam in for online chess? Yeah, I think so. I think I think well, every single time I see it, they'll, they'll always have a webcam. I don't think you have to. I'm not sure about that. Really? You I think know. this chess tournament has less rules than like a high school test during COVID. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. But, you know, people get young kids when they do really, really well. They always get accused for cheating. Like, Hans got accused for cheating. Alirza Froja got accused for cheating. And his account even got banned one time. And they're like, wait a minute, he's just that good. Like, people kept banning him. And the, the Chestnut Vine said, dude, he's just that good. Trust me. Like, you know, there's people <laughs> like that, right? Where they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, like what he's, the guy was saying earlier, the only argument is like, oh, he's just too good. Like, how could being too good be an argument that they're cheating? Some people could just be just that good. And at the end of the day, this is what Chess.com says. And this is what their metrics are to detect cheating. Did they actually cheat? I mean, did you actually cheat or did Chess.com mess up? I mean, it's it's you know it's one of those biased things, right? Like, just thinking about it, you're biasing yourself already. But this is, looks bad for Neiman at the end of the day. And Wesley Sol came out literally like today or yesterday. And he said he doesn't like Neiman. He's like, he, he, Neiman's very disrespectful or whatever. That's Neiman's personality, right? He's, he's playing like the cocky, arrogant dude. You know, he beat, he beat Wesley and Wesley like, gets so upset. Dude, I don't even know why I'm laughing, but he gets really upset. And he's like, you know, like, oh, I don't know. It's one of those things, you know. Also, at the same time, the president for the Norwegian Chess Federation resigns after admitting after admitting to cheating too. So this is like oh, one of those. What? It's one of those things where it's like the Lance Armstrong case where everyone's coming out for cheating now. Like that's what that's what it feels like. That's crazy. Okay, so yeah, it seems like we just opened the dam has burst. Everyone's just coming out now. And I mean, Magnus Carlsen, Norwegian, maybe he knew something about this, and therefore he that's why he wanted to like force the cheating thing to come out. I mean, he's the one who pushed this out in the first place. People were really hating, hating on him, and now, now everyone's switched sides. They're like, hey, wait wait a minute. Magnus hasn't been saying anything. He's cutting all the drama, messing up with his young kid's brain. Wait, he cheated 100 plus times? Excuse me? Never mind. Relationship canceled. <laughs> the Hansims in, in tears. There's so many memes about this. The chess speaks for itself. Oh, chess.com speaks for itself. All right, well, we'll see what happens, but at the end of the day... um. You know, people are really upset about chess.com too because they're like, well, it's long. It's a long story, but who knows, right? This is one of those things where when you're talking about drama, there's usually like a backlog of information you have to know to get the entire story technically. Because it could be reasons why people might like, like chess.com itself. The practices may be sketchy or something, or, you know, previous ownership was a terrible person. There's always like so much baggage that comes with this stuff that like, I don't know any of it. I barely knew these names like a couple months ago. Like, since this podcast started, I learned like, more about chess than I've learned my entire life. Yeah, I mean, I, I see I see these reports every once in a while. They, they don't matter. I mean, they do matter to the top chess players and whatnot. But for us, like, whatever. We don't really play chess. But if you did play chess in online tournaments, you might be kind of going to be upset. Like, you know, I'm losing because these people are cheating, not because they're good. Shake my head. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that. That would be really brutal. There's so many memes that came out of this. It's kind of like, it's kind of funny. You know, it's, it's a win-win for everyone. I mean, not for Hans, but... Maybe it is because, you know, Cheetah never prosper at the end of the day. So maybe it is. It would still not be a win for him. No, it's a win because he because because he learns from his lessons and then he understands that he's, you know. Would they let him back in if he was caught cheating at this point? You really think they would like, be like, oh, you, you've learned from your mistakes. We'll give you another shot in like five years. 
this is this is up to Fide to decide. I should really figure out how to how to pronounce that. To decide, <laughs> to decide, like, will we allow him to play in over the board tournaments, or if he's gonna get banned, or or if there's time banned or whatever. That's up to them to decide, because they're the organization that handles this. The website that he plays under, they get to decide whether he plays. Uh, Chess.com has already banned him, so you can't play in Chess.com anymore. But what about there's so many other. The Lead Chess is the second like really famous one. Will they allow him to play in any of their tournaments? Will anyone even invite him anymore? Right, this is like a really big thing for his career because he's his whole life is playing chess. You know, that's the thing about learning chess when you're a young kid. That's all you do. And if it's gone, then what are you gonna do, right? It must be so stressful. I'm thinking like, imagine spending your entire life. I'm and when you're a kid. Did he pick chess or did somebody pick chess for him? And then it just turns out he just wasn't built for chess. And it's like, ugh. He wasn't built for chess. He's insanely good at chess. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, but like you know, built enough to be number one or like at the pinnacle, pinnacle without cheating. Supposedly, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he's definitely... I think he would definitely be a grandmaster, even without cheating. But will he be a super grandmaster? Probably, too, honestly. Because, you know, you know you know how it is. When you get to the top of the top, there's just some people that are just too good. You, never, you can never defeat them. You know? it's just what yeah, it is. they're literally built different. You know, that's my, yeah, that's yeah, how I feel whatever, about it. Dude. All right. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Okay, that's all I'll say. We'll see what happens. It's one of these things where it's, it's a slow update. It's making progress. It'll speak for itself. All right, Hamza, let's talk about it. You want to talk about this so bad? This I don't is my know why, favorite topic. Ahead. This is my favorite topic today. Just say it. I'll just say it. Have you seen Dream's face? Uh, I have. How could, how could you not? It was. It was goddamn everywhere. So you know how we talked about serial killers and stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about it? Um, what, what do you want me to say? He looks like some generic white dude. Like I, I'd walk down the if I saw him walking down the street, I wouldn't look up. You know, I wouldn't look back at him. He's just dumb dude. He was a, he looked like some dude. That's it. Is he's not your type? <laughs> I mean, do you see that chin though? <laughs> well, did you see the hype before the dream space reveal? No, I didn't even know this was happening until you mentioned on I think the last podcast that he was even considering doing this. But that was a weird choice. He had a lot of um, like he did Facetimes with a lot of famous content creators, like you know Mark Rober for one. And like Bella Porsche and a bunch of other people, and like Pokemon and stuff, where he would like FaceTime them, and then he would show like their 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 phone is toward the camera, so they we don't see Dream's face, but they're talking to Dream in FaceTime or you know not FaceTime but whatever. And he would say something to be like, "Oh, here's my face," and you know Mark would be like, "What? This how you look?" And then Bella Porsche was like, "Oh, you should have kept the mask on," you know, <laughs> kind of like a joke, right? And then you know it's funny funny memes, but he's trying to bring a build up the hype. And then his face, and then he YouTube videos he premieres, he shows his face, and I. To me, too, I was like, yeah, he's like a standard white guy. I mean, this is exactly how I expected him to look like. I'll be honest with you. Literally exactly how I expected him to look like. He, he looked like that. It's like, it's like okay. I couldn't I couldn't say for sure whether he looked like what I thought he'd look like. It was just, I saw his, I saw him like, all right, there you go. He looks like a person. All right, cool. Bye. But I guess the reason why I'm bringing this topic up is not just, not his face, really. It's just, why did he choose to reveal his face now? And what is he going to do going forward? That's what I thought was weird. If I could get, like... That level of fame and specifically fortune, without having to show my face, without having to do any of that, I would just take it and leave. Like, why, why, why? If you're going through, why did you go through the effort of hiding your face for so long, just to reveal it after you don't have to? You know, Molly, that's because you're that's because you're you're not in the right mindset, dude. That that's a that's a that's beta mindset. You you're not you got you got to I don't even know what I'm talking about. But the point, <laughs> but the point is, you got to. Here's what I think, okay? Personally, me personally. You know, but but you know, you said one thing before. Uh, you said, uh, "Why didn't he just keep his mask on?" He he said in the YouTube video. Do you watch the YouTube video, by the way? No, I just see the picture of his face a thousand times and I hate it. He said in the YouTube video that the FBI literally contacted him, saying like, "You know, there's threats on your life," and he's like, "Oh, what the heck?" And his mom was like really upset about that. Basically, like it it is it's true that you know the anonymity is good because you know you're 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 hidden. But at the same time, because he's he's out there and all of his friends are out there, and he wants to. This is what I'm saying. Like he wants to get out there, and he wants to meet his friends. He wants to meet his fans, and he wants to do more stuff. He needs to show his face because if he doesn't show his face, then it'll get it'll get leaked. I just never thought about that. Yeah, he's never done any fan meetups or anything, has he? Well, I, I think he has, but I I don't know much about it. I bet that just do that. You know, put on the costume whatever you gotta put on so that you can still like, conceal your identity and then go and people just recognize you by your voice if you're if someone else is pretending to be you. Yeah, but let's be honest. It'll never, it'll never, it won't work out. He's just too popular. Like it, it does. It works out for some. It does not work out for Dream. It didn't work out for Disguise Toast, and he tried for a very long time. But didn't he like mess up and accidentally show his face? 
that's what I'm saying. It's going to ha- like it's going to happen at one point. Oh, that he that's might, what you meant. Okay. Yeah, he might show his face, or he's he's at an event and someone's going to pull down the mask or whatever, right? Or he might make a mistake when you take a picture. I think he wants to build that content where he's showing his face and he's doing other stuff outside, like Mr. Beast. Like you know, he's, he's friends with Mr. Beast and stuff like that. He wants to do stuff outside. And he's living with George and like his friends now in in USA, so it's kind of interesting, you know, concept. Basically, I'm saying he's moving forward, and in order to do that, he needed to reveal his face. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, so he still wants to do more. Okay, fair enough. You, the way you made it sound like was like he was kind of like stepping away from YouTube. So if you're stepping away from YouTube, why show your face now? But if it's like what? he's just kind of how did it make it sound like that? I guess you were saying like he he doesn't even bother uploading regularly anymore. I guess because he doesn't have to, but he still yeah. wants to create content. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, I don't know if he streams and stuff like that. I'm just saying on YouTube. Oh, okay. And he has like a thousand different channels. You know? I don't know what he's up to. Yeah, I guess the, I, if he wants to continue growing as a content creator, this was the right move. I could totally see why you do this. I'm just like, I I'm just, I just I can't. I hate having to like care. You don't have to care, dude. You're, you're entitled to your opinion. I don't care. <laughs> For me, personally, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, I follow Dream, so it's, it's, uh, it's cool. And another thing, another aspect is, well, people are really harsh. Right? They're calling him ugly and stuff. And I think it was even trending on Twitter like, Easy Ugly or something, Dream Ugly. Some, I don't know what it was. Some hashtag. Mm-hmm. I was like, geez, bro. People are pretty mean. People hate stuff made for kids. You ever notice that? I always feel like when something gets popular amongst kids, people start hating the thing. I, I, cause like it happened, like, Wait, it happened with Minecraft itself. Minecraft was like really popular. Then it got popular with a lot of kids. And then people hated Minecraft because of it. Then Fortnite was popular. It got popular with a lot of kids. People hated it for being popular with kids. Dude, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's true, man. Look at TikTok. People hate TikTok, but that's not for kids. I'm okay. I'm not saying everything that's hated is hated because it's for kids. I mean that the things that that are there like, are some things that are hated for kids. Yeah, sure, I guess. But there's some no, things no, that I'm are saying, hated for a lot of other reasons. Yeah, there's okay. There's a lot of reasons to hate something. Yes, I'm just saying when something becomes popular and then it gets popular, it's good. Like people like it, it's good. But once it becomes popular with kids, suddenly people hate it a lot. I assume because kids are annoying to deal with, which is fair. You know they are. You know I don't. I haven't. I haven't experienced that because like for Fortnite, I never thought. I never thought people hated it. Like some people, like me, they they joke about it and stuff like that. But I don't. I don't. You think s- this is one of those like fake hates? Like it's just fun to hate on something just and, for the sake of hating on it. I, what what hate for Minecraft? I've never seen any hate for Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft like died pretty hard. Like this is back died, but what is the hate? Where's where the hate for that though? Uh, I guess okay, fair enough. Just because the game dies doesn't mean it. And right now people don't like the company Mojang because you know trust issues and whatnot. But that's not because the gameplay. I feel like whenever something gets like super kid saturated in terms of an audience, I feel like people just start to like drift away from it. Maybe because the content creator becomes more for kids, and that's what pushes people away. But I feel like people just get pushed away from that content when it was a large child audience. I don't like that people call them ugly. Uh, I mean, I get you have your opinion, but would you really call someone ugly just because you thought they were ugly? Like, really? That's kind of like a weird thing to do. It definitely feels like one of those things where people are hating on it because they just want to jump on the bandwagon. And I always just I they were telling you like. I feel like Justin Bieber fell into that category of like people hate on just Justin Bieber just because it was the popular fun thing to do when yeah, we were young. I see what you're saying. Yeah, if it's popular to hate yeah. someone. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's popular to hate him. And I look back on that, I was like, what a what a stupid thing to do. Well, like I look at look at past me, like what a jackass. When I look at past me, you're gonna have to edit that. I know I will. Wait a minute, you hated him too? Well, like I made jokes about hating him and thinking that he was stupid and blah blah blah. Like when I was like in middle school. No, that's messed and, up. Dude. And, yeah, I'm like, wh- wh- what the hell was wrong with me? And then I look back and I'm like, there were adults doing that. What the hell was wrong with them? There are, there are. I'm sure. Okay, first of all, I never hated him, but there are some things that he did that were bad. And I'm sure if you hate oh, him yeah, for those yeah. reasons, then that's fine. Like you hate people that don't like Ezra Miller because he did bad things. That that's not that's not like a. But I'm talking about specifically this kind of this weird phenomenon that occurs where people just dunk on a thing because it's the fun thing to do. Yeah. And it's the the, the, the current thing to do. Like I said, like in middle school, I would make those jokes and stuff, and like. I was just a kid, right? Like, I don't think Justin Bieber ever heard... Like, I didn't ever do it on social media either. It was always in person, just with friends. But even then, I look back, I'm like, what are you... Who? And I, I can give myself the benefit of the doubt, be like, you were like 12, okay? So like, I can give myself the benefit of the doubt there. But there were adults doing that on the internet to the guy, sending messages to the guy. It's like, what is wrong with people? What do you mean, what is wrong with people? You know what's wrong with people. The, like, for the dream thing, too, is like, what? Does it... Is there, is there a reason you want to say he's ugly? Like, like I mean... It doesn't make sense to me, right? It doesn't make sense. I to did me. like that. There was a meme where it was just like Dream looking at all the comments saying, making fun of his face. And then it shows a guy like weeping and like wiping his tears with like $100 bills. <laughs> yeah, but. Um... Which I really, I, I hope that's what's happening. I hope like the guy, like Dream's taking this pretty well. But I can see how that could like really mess with someone's mental state though. Which is why it bothers me so much even more. Yeah. 
I want to see what he does, you know, in the future. He's going to actually come out with his face in videos nowadays. I can't believe we talked about that for so long. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a long. Overwatch 2. A game made... No, okay, this, no, that's not one of those videos. Okay, wait, how much have you heard of Overwatch 2? Dude, I heard a lot in the sense that it was, there was a lot of talk about it when it was coming out. It was like, oh, we're change, they're changing this. They're going free to play. Love, like, all the, you know how, like, I, I'm convinced that these are just, like, intentional slow leaks just to build hype. But then, like, I heard that I eventually came out. I saw that the super depressing. Are they leaks if the company itself releases the articles or statements? No, this is, like, before it was all speculation. Oh, okay. It was, like, oh, there was speculation, and then they confirmed. Okay. Speculation, okay. they confirmed. And it seemed like they, people were getting too accurate with the speculations where it started to become suspicious to me. But anyways, the game came out. I saw like you know, the, the sad music videos of the last day of Overwatch where it's like a bunch of sad music and like eventually the connection gets cut. And then I saw all the music about like, how there's like 40,000 people ahead of you in the queue. And that's it. Have you played Overwatch 2? No, I didn't play the original Overwatch. Right, but that costs money. This one is free now. Oh, okay, fair enough. I keep saying fair enough this episode. I don't know why. This is the first time I, I even recognize you saying that, dude. What the heck? I've said I said like six times this episode. I've noticed it myself. I reached the point where I'm like, why am I saying fair enough? I've never said fair enough. You need to count that and let me know at the end. There's no way that was that many times. I said at least four times this episode. That was definitely the fourth. I heard that one time and that I mean, okay, 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 what were you saying? No, I haven't I haven't touched Overwatch 2. Even though it's free to play and therefore I could just, you know, download it and play it. No. Okay, I will say that's that's, that's good on you. Here, here's the deal, right? I played Overwatch 1. And I stopped playing after a long time, after like, well, I didn't play that much, but I played it still a good hundred hours or so. And Overwatch 2 is coming up and I was like, I was, I was hyped, right? I was like, oh, Overwatch 2 is coming up. That's kind of cool. What is it about? What is it? What's going to be? Like you said, there was, I'm sure there were leaks, but I just, I just remember seeing them on Reddit. Like, you know, like, oh, it's going to be free to play. Well, that's interesting. I wonder why they went free to play. Oh, oh, Jeff Kaplan left. Oh, okay. Wonder why he, wonder why the Overwatch 1 guy left. Oh, okay. Well, the, the mod Disney model is going to be different. Okay. Well. That's fine, I guess. But what what does that mean, really? And, you know, there's little things that are, like, hitting and people are a little, you know, hesitant and whatnot. The main things were, you know, we, we, we learned about the monetization model beforehand, but they were slow in bringing that out. And the main thing you need to know is going to be Battle Pass. There's no more loot boxes. So, you know, how everyone loves Battle Passes. Mm-hmm. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. I'll be honest. Like, I love it. I'll be honest. People didn't hate Battle Passes until companies started, like, really ruining them like halos and then uh, valorants and, and it's like they're kind of worthless can you, can you say that about everything they didn't hate microtransactions until they started pushing them to the limits i feel like people didn't even hate on dlc that much because it was new content at the time and then people started realizing they're just taking content out of the game and putting it back in with dlc it's like this is always happens like someone has a new idea about how to make money and it goes over semi-decently because like, it's a clever interesting idea and then they milk it for all it's worth. And then yeah. it becomes like, they push it to the limit where like, what's the amount of maximum money we can get? And that usually pushes a lot of people out. And that's not even what it is. It's like, like they, go, they go even further than that. They're very greedy. Some companies are just incredibly greedy. And some companies, are, they're not as greedy. Like Fortnite, Battle Pass is like one of the best Battle Passes. But Overwatch, as you'll see, it's going to be, it's terrible. The perfect analogy of this I ever saw about like Overwatch 2, it's just Blizzard. Why did you make Overwatch 2? And just shows the scene from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie where they talk to Mr. Krabs. They're like, why did you build a second Krusty Krab right next to the first Krusty Krab? I like money. Yeah, but <laughs> this, this isn't exactly true. It's not exactly true because here's, here's the deal. Okay, did they, okay, okay, quick question. What did they change in the actual gameplay that warranted a second game? Okay, that's the long topic. Uh, wait, let me let me talk about the monetization first. Okay. Okay, fine, fair. Uh, God damn no, it. No, you said fair. You didn't say fair enough. That doesn't count. Okay, so here's, here's the deal, right? They, in the Battle Pass... Basically, it's all junk. Every single item, there's 80 levels, like 80 tiers. All of everything is junk, in my opinion. Some people might like it, whatever. It's junk. Every 10 levels, something you get a skin. Some of the skins are okay. Most of them are junk. Still, the last skin is the Mythic Genji skin, and Mythic is a new variety variant or whatever that they that they released in Overwatch 2, and it's like a customizable skin, sort of. Like you can choose some colors and whatnot. It's pretty oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting, right? It's not that bad. And for Genji, who's a very you know, it's a weave character, so everyone, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like basically, it's a lot very of popular. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, you buy the battle pass not for anything in the 79 tiers. You only buy it for the 80th, which is the Genji skin. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, everything before that's not worth it? Not even worth it. I wouldn't even consider it worth even a cent. Like, it's, it's just worthless to me. To me. Wow, okay. And I think to most people, it's worth like nothing. 
there are there's one there's two tiers that really matter 55 and tier 80 55 is when you unlock the hero uh red flag and 80 is when you get the actual mythic skin but to get to those it might take a very long time you know it depends on how much you play and depends on how much they give you etc etc in my experience it's been pretty fast to get there like i think a season is like 90 days and you have to get 80 tiers so that's like getting one per day it's very easy to get one per day generally if you're min maxing it's pretty easy so i don't know i don't think it's that difficult to get but who knows right you still it's still a grind it's still more than like other battle passes but tier 55 is when you unlock the hero that's terrible it's one of the worst decisions i've ever seen to put a hero locked in the battle pass hero being like a playable character which playable is unique character. movesets and all that jazz and every other season there's going to be another character another hero and if you don't buy the battle pass you can still get it for free but you have to get to 55 tier 55 i'm confused okay the battle, how much does the battle pass cost money it's 10 bucks it's 10 bucks tier 55 of the battle pass gets you the hero for free yes it's free it's a, it's in the free track okay okay so there's a free track and a paid track that's yeah. what i was confused well, every battle pass has that, yeah. i don't i do i i don't know how i've managed to do it i've just stayed away from every games as a service game yeah and so i don't understand like the, all these systems very well i know that fortnite had a free and a premium every track. game has a free every game. okay if a game has a battle pass it has both yeah is what you're saying okay okay so the free track and the pay track are they lined up are they both tier 55 is when you get the hero yeah, yeah. this is all, it's, all it's, it's the same for it's if you're if you're even if you paid for it you're still gonna get the free stuff it's the same thing but the free players people that haven't paid for it they're just gonna get something during that track like for example i'm free right i haven't i've been bought the battle pass level like tier one i think you get something so everyone's gonna get the same thing Tier 2 is locked for me. I don't get that. I still get to level 2. I don't get anything. Then level 5 or whatever level is free. I'll get that free item. They'll also get the free item. You see how I'm going Oh, with? okay. So it, it's basically one track. It's just that some things along the track are locked behind yep. money. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that wasn't at all what I was imagining. What I was imagining was there are two separate tracks. No, no, no. Where one track is just objectively better. Like It's, it's, the, same, it's the same requirements to get to the same tier. But the, like if if, tier, if the free track, uh, if you reach tier one, you get ten coins. Is that the currency that we're watching? This? I don't know. But like, you get ten coins. But on the paid track, if you get a tier one, you get twenty coins. So it's the same system, or you get both. You get both the free stuff and the paid stuff. Like I, that's what I was thinking. Like it's two separate tracks, where like one that. has better rewards objectively. No, it's not like that. Okay, so it's one track. So everyone has to still put in the same amount of work. It's just the rewards can become better. If you're paid, because along the way you get more rewards. Not the same amount of work. If you buy the battle pass, you get like a twenty percent XP boost. So you're gonna get you know you have to you don't have to pay as much. Oh wow, okay. That's, that's for every battle pass. That's very general for most battle passes too. Okay. But I guess the point is, it really doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't lock heroes in the battle pass. Even if it's free, you shouldn't put them in the battle pass because that requires you to get to fifty-five. Let's say the season starts, and if you don't pay for that, if you don't pay for the battle pass, and you play the same amount as a person with a battle pass. You will not reach tier 55 before they do. So it's it's like the person that pays will get the hero. If you play the same amount, they will get the hero first. Yeah. And if you get the hero first, you can play the hero first. And if that hero is busted, which, you know, you can call it as you will. I don't know. Some some companies release a hero really broken in the beginning. Like they're really, really powerful. And then they nerf them because, you know, they want people to buy the hero and play the hero. And then who cares after you that? What, you think that's what it is? You think it's like a no, potential no, thing? No, that's a conspiracy theory. I'm, 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 I'm kind of curious because I, I could believe that. Yeah, at first they're like, oh, it's just, you know, bad playtesting, not enough playtesting, not enough refinement. And then over time through play, actual play in-game, they're able to refine it. But I could totally believe that they intentionally make them more powerful and then weaken them over time to make them more realistically online with everybody else just to build up that hype and everyone wants to play them and wants to buy them and get them. It's tough to say. I know in League, I thought that for a long time, kind of, but then they came out saying, it was a really good article that came out saying, like, that's not really true. And I'm like, dang it, fine, whatever. But anyway, so who knows? I don't know. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But the point is, some. Well, before it was always free, right? The hero, the characters. Yeah, were always they were free always days. free, always free. So then that doesn't make sense for them to do that when the when it's free, right? It builds hype, but I feel like the monetary incentive isn't there. Whereas now it definitely is. And also, like they, the problem is in Overwatch One, they were like they claim that you know every hero and map that we'll get is gonna be free, for you if you've already bought the game, and so. Well, that's the unfortunate part because that's why they had to make Overwatch two. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. That's like a, that's like a legal thing, right? They're like, okay, well, we said that in Overwatch one, not Overwatch two. Ha 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 ha. Got him. And I mean, Jeff Kaplan left, and he was like, you know, he was overseeing it. So this is a bunch of things that you know in the background that happened. That probably they're like, we want money, like you said. 
But Overwatch 2 was always, always said to be for PvE content. Player versus everyone. Not PvP. You know what E stands for? Well, I don't know. Everyone, everything, whatever. I thought E was Entity. Okay, screw it, dude. I don't know. But it's not against another player. Yeah, it's not non-human is what E stands for, right? Oh my god, dude. Yes. It's not against another human player. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of campaigns. There was like, there's supposed to be, you know, skill trees. You can have different heroes, have different abilities, etc., etc. You can, you know, specialize, whatnot. That's what the game was supposed to be. Remember Overwatch originally, 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 before it was even released, was supposed to be called Titan. And it was supposed to be like an MMO game. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's a very different direction to go with. And they had a bunch of stuff worked out for that, and they scrapped the idea, and they went down to what the game we have right now, which is, you know, like a MOBA. And then Overwatch 2 came out, and what they did was, in my opinion, the PvE was not ready. It isn't ready. And what they did was, well, we need to get Overwatch 2 going. Because we want this, we want we want money and stuff. And we want, you know, we want people to play the game and whatnot. And they have all these heroes backed up that should have been released in Overwatch 1. But we, we can make money, so we put them in Overwatch 2 kind of deal, right? So what they did was, they pushed Overwatch 2 out prematurely. And they added all this monetization and stuff. And they don't really care about people complaining because, well, why would they? Right, they're a big company. They don't really care. And, I mean, they should care, but whatever. They released the game, but without the PvE stuff. Which is what they claimed it was supposed to be for, and I feel a lot of people, people, a lot of people are losing it. They're like, they're like, oh, the montage is so bad, and the cosmetics cost so much, and because the game basically changed into Valorant esque, where before you could grind for the skin that you wanted, you can play a bunch of games, you can get it, you can slowly but surely. Now it will take you around thirty two weeks to get one legendary skin. How long is the season? I don't know how long it is. Okay, is thirty two weeks like a decent like chunk maybe? of that? It's like I said, it's like eighty days, right, or something. What was it? Or nine days? Whoa, let me get this straight. You said it's gonna take thirty-two weeks to get to the new character. No, thirty-two weeks to get a legendary skin to buy a legendary skin. That's how much it cost, time-wise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you can accumulate currency over time. I was like, thirty-two weeks is very long for a season. How are you supposed to? Okay, so it's not the idea is that you play season, or you play every season, and once you play enough seasons, you've collected enough money to buy a legendary skin. It has nothing to do with seasons at all. It's really just you get currency and the currency by weekly currency, daily currency, whatever it amounts to 1900 or whatever the number is at 32 weeks. Okay. And that's the only time you can get it, which is eight months, right? I don't know. Eight months into getting that. And it's like, that's in Overwatch. Is that eight months? What's 32 divided by four, man? I, I, no, but the thing is like, it's not four months. There's not four weeks in a month, right? Cause like the, where one week ends, the next month starts. So it's like, it lines up. Cause like there's shut twelve up, months in a year. Up, bro. Okay, no, I'm... there's twelve months in a year. Okay, there's twelve months in a year, but there are fifty-two weeks in a year too. Close enough, man. Okay, okay, my bad, my bad. My... Sorry, sorry, I should have been more precise. My bad. It's a stupid amount of time. We agree. Well, yeah. Okay, so it's, okay, I guess you're right. So thirty-two weeks, basically. Okay. Actually, it's less. It's, it's not exactly thirty-two weeks either. I'm just rounding it up. But the point is, that's what it is for now. Of course, I bet this is one of those things where they release it. They're like, "Oh, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we we listen to what you guys are saying. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make it a little bit better by adding like a like a plus two coins or whatever." It's some crap with that. Every game does that, right? Literally every game I've seen does that. League of Legends did that, and every uh, it's it's very disingenuous. But the point is, this is what people are really upset about. They're like, "Well, what the heck is this? I have to in Overwatch one, it didn't take that long. In Overwatch two, basically, you you cannot be a completionist without paying money. In Overwatch one, you could. People had. Pretty much all the items for every character if you played a lot. In Overwatch 2, it becomes like Valorant, where when I play Valorant, I don't even think about getting the skins because I know I'm going to pay a lot of money about for them, right? And in in Overwatch, in League of Legends, you know, you think about the loot system where you're like, oh, like if I play a lot, I can get these chests. If I can open these chests, I have a random chance of getting a skin. Yada yada yada. So it's a little bit like, oh, I can get some skins if I want, and I have a lot of good skins without paying any money because that's what that's the model. But in Overwatch, it changed the model where now it's like, okay. Relationship over with giving free stuff. You have to pay money. Without money, I will not give you anything. And it's going to be super expensive. Someone calculated there's 36 euros. 36 euros for like seven year old skins. Three like seven year old skins or something like that. Like really, really old skins. They carried some of the skins over from the last game, right? All skins. Every skin carried over. So if you had a skin from the last game, could you pour it over? Yeah. Everything everything carried over. But if you didn't play the last game, which you can't play anymore because it's off. Yeah. It's completely they, offline. They took it off, yeah. You have to now pay for the skins that were originally free or possibly free. Yep, you gotta pay for them with with currency. God damn right. And you have legacy currency, and you have normal currency. That's a little bit confusing, but uh, and some of the legacy currency doesn't work with some of the newer items. Actually, most of it doesn't work on the new items, so you have to pay for the new items regardless. 
the old items I can still buy like maybe one or two whatever. But can you convert legacy currency into new currency? Not as far as I know. Someone someone said I don't know if this is true. Someone said it's actually more cost effective to play World of Warcraft, convert the currency there into Overwatch currency, and that's actually cheaper or something. I don't know. <laughs> How does that work? What from one game yeah. to another? What? Because they're all Blizzard games, and World of Warcraft has like this economy system. It's, it's, it's long. I, I remember, I remember people were saying that for Hearthstone when Hearthstone was added to this, they had like people started getting like hundreds of thousands of coins because they just moved the currency over. That's a weird choice for the company to be like, you can convert currency from one game to another. All right. I think it's specific World of Warcraft. This, this, I don't know the whole details. Okay, but there's something there. Okay, that's all I'll tell you. There's something there. I don't know the details. I've never done it before. Interesting decision. I didn't like the idea, but I, but the people. I think people care too much about cosmetics. Like I don't. I didn't care at all. Like I don't care about cosmetics. I used to be that way. I used to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's purely, you know, cosmetic. It doesn't affect gameplay. So who cares, right? It's, if you're, you're locking, you know, new colors behind the pay screen, that's all. It doesn't affect, you can't, you don't perform better. You know, some games were like, you can pay to actually win and be better at the game. Now, but now I feel like I've changed my stance on that. I feel like there is like a great appeal to like being able to like work your way towards a skin or just to have a skin that you really like and you think looks nice. And then you just knowing that you can't get that unless you want to throw over some money because the company said so. Rubs me the wrong way now. Now, to me, I never cared about cosmetics. I mean, I I, I care about them because they look cool. And if they look cool, then the company's like, hey, if you, if you think they look cool, then buy them. To, to me, there's no reason for a company not to say that you can buy them. But the problem is the prices are way too high. And and this started from... I definitely started seeing this in Valorant where they're like, these guns are costing like 70 bucks. It's like... Pfft. Are you serious? Is that a real I'm not even No, I'm not even joking. The the packs for like five skins or whatever cost like $200 or something. Do they even call them microtransactions anymore? Is that the ter- I feel that's the wrong term now. I feel like microtransactions can't be more. The minimum should be like, or the maximum should be like five bucks max. I don't think they ever call them microtransactions if they're not like on mobile phones. God, I hate these companies. Some companies, but the thing is, that's why I said Valorant for me. I never even considered that. Cause I'm like, oh, well, screw it. Because there's no way I'm gonna be. I'm never gonna buy that. That's crazy. But people do buy them all the time. They're very cool skins, yeah, sure, but there's no way I'm buying that. You know, the funny thing is in Valorant, if you if you if someone's dead and there's their gun their gun falls on the ground, you can pick it up, right? If they have a skin, you can pick up that skin. So that's the only way I get to play the skins because I can pick up their guns, and they have skins. Oh, on them, that's you know? funny. Right. Yeah, but anyways, back to Overwatch. The thing is, I don't like the idea that it's very first of all, number one is very expensive, but I don't care that much, and I don't like the idea that Battle Pass is worthless. If you look at the free track, everything's worthless, except for that hero. Everything is worthless, in my opinion. This is my opinion. And if you look at the pay track, everything is also worthless, except for some, like I'm talking maybe one or two or three of the skins in that pay track. Usually battle passes do fill everything with junk. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, you fill it with junk, you make yourself feel better, you get something every single level. But, man, this is just complete trash. Usually they put some currency in there, but they put nothing inside there. Like, it's, it's that's why I said the $10 you're spending is just to get that mythic Genji skin at the end. That's why Genji was the first one they released in the first battle pass because they knew people like i play genji i want that skin uh, but i'm not sure if i'm willing to spend over ten dollars and grinding for that skin right just one of those things mm-hmm. pretty cool skin though <laughs> <laughs> okay well anyways okay this is this is a lot of the, the pain model who, who cares the real the another big deal was the ddos attacks and the the launch overwatch one servers shut down launch day for overwatch two was you know, let's say it's some time. I don't remember what time. It depends on the, on the location, right? The day of the launch and the time of the launch, no one could get in because of huge queue times. And you were joking, like, you know, someone saw 40,000 or whatever. I myself saw 40,000. And it jumped down to, like, 20,000, then 200, then 100. Then it goes to zero, and then it jumps you back to 40,000. And then back and forth, back and forth. And then it airs at the end, and then you get kicked out. And then you keep doing that for, like, the next three hours. You never get in. Did you play launch day? Did you actually go through that hassle? Yeah, I, believe, I did play launch day. But not at launch time. Right, because I, I mean, I work. Yeah, yeah. So, on launch day, I'm pretty sure I got to play though. I'm not, I don't remember exactly. But if not launch day, then the Hasn't next. Has it been day, like two days? <laughs> launch was, <laughs> launch day was Tuesday. Okay, fair enough. It's been a couple of days then. Still, it's less than a week ago. Listen, for us. listen, dude, I don't, really, I don't really care about remembering this stuff. But the point is, you know, I we play, I, I play the game. Okay, the next day, again, terrible queue times, and no one could get in. And then Blizzard really released an announcement saying, "Oh, it's DDoS attacks." unfortunate you know we're trying to get it worked out and stuff and i was like you know there's all speculation like, is it really details attacks or are they just messing with this kind of deal you know they messed up yada 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 true that i don't know if maybe they just decide maybe they, were, they thought that people wouldn't play that game that much so they didn't really put so much effort into their servers or whatnot and when they came when they came out they're like wait a minute we're getting overloaded like a pokemon go kind of scenario does that happen pokemon go 
Yeah, like when the game first came out, like it, it, it would the game would constantly crash, saying the servers were too busy. Please try again later. Because wow. no I don't think anyone expected it to be as big as it was. That could be it. But I think the DDoS attacks is also not impossible for it to be the case too, because you know, a lot of people didn't like the game coming out. Mm-hmm. So people do suck, yes, indeed. Uh, call it what it is. But they, they, they really... They're so, ruining other people's fun. That's what's happening there. I mean, yeah, that's, 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 that's what they're doing. That's true. That's fair. And on the launch day, that's kind of funny. And the next day. And the next day. And the next... Friday night. You know Friday nights. You know, you're, you're out of work. You're out of school. So next day, Saturday. You want to play some Overwatch to The first day. You know what I'm saying? Surely mm-hmm. it's going to go well, right? No, no, no. They're like, psych boy. They had a scheduled maintenance. Oh, you serious? Oh, my God. And I log in. I log in. And I'm like, okay, wait. First, I get kicked out. Then I get kicked out. Then I get kicked out. Then I log in. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Half of my heroes are locked. I can't even play my the heroes that I care about. Doesn't matter. I get kicked out anyways. So, I guess the point is, they were still doing some maintenance. Now, the game is back up. And I haven't really checked to see if the heroes are still locked out or not. By the way, Kiriko is supposed to be free for me. Because she's the new hero, by the way, that's locked in the battle pass. Until tier 55. Because I already had Overwatch 1. If you had Overwatch 1, they give it to you. They give her, they give her to you. But I haven't been able to play her because I mean I think she's still locked. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell because the UI is so so trash. I mean it's not that it's not amazing. Man, it. The more I hear about this, this is like they just didn't put effort into this, did they? They were just like, we know it'll sell, so why even try? It'll make a bajillion dollars. Why even put in the effort? People made so many jokes about that. Like they didn't even try. They didn't even do work. Like they look there. Uh, the, some of the some of the the what do they call them? The um, weapon charms or something. Like they're like, why are they in the people's hands? And if you look at the pixels, they're not even aligned properly. And they're like, and the the post end screen, they got rid of a bunch of stuff. They got rid of they they minimalized stuff. It's like it's like they're like, what is whose decision was it? Like it's like they they stripped a bunch of stuff. It's like what's? Do they have the victory poses? Yeah, they had the victory po- the victory poses. But they, cool. don't, they don't have the end. I don't know why. I really like those victory poses. Whenever I saw clips of the game, I thought that was a very nice character touch to have those. Dude, I think some people are being disingenuous. I saw on a Reddit post where they're like, oh, they didn't even update the victory Thumbs up. Poses. People being disingenuous on the internet? What are you talking about? Look at these victory poses. They didn't even update it for five players. Because Overwatch changed from 6v6 to 5v5 to Overwatch in Overwatch 2. And they showed, like, look at this. It basically looks like a 6v6 format, but the last player is, like, not there anymore. So it looks, like, shifted. The victory poses look shifted. Okay, it's off balance. And when I played, I didn't, I didn't experience that. So I was like, is this, really, is this really what that guy said? Or is he just messing with us, you know? It's, it's hard to tell. Just modded the game a bit, like lift, shift over a bit. Yeah, people also didn't like that it was a five v five, from a six v six. I can understand why people would dislike that, but I can see why Blizzard would change that if they feel like it leads to better gameplay experiences overall. If you're familiar with six v six, then it could be very jarring. I can see like the arguments on both sides for that. Because Overwatch is an interesting game. Where there's, just, there's just tons of healing. Like I feel like there's, a lot, there's maybe a little bit too much healing or whatever. If you play Valorant, like very little. If you play League of Legends, I mean there's a lot, but not that much. This game has a lot. I don't like this. Is way too much. The the meta was two tanks, two DPS, two supports. So that's a six v six. But they're like, oh, there's too many tanks. So we're gonna have one tank, two DPS, two supports. Does the game force that, by the way, or is it just like that's what just understood to be the standard? No, no, no. I think in competitive, it might force that. I'm not. Really, no, actually, I don't know. But there's an open queue and there's a roll queue. So in open queue, you can do whatever the heck you want. But in roll queue, it's it is a set. Interesting. Okay. For me, it's okay because I don't really play tanks. So I don't really care. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure this matters. But in, I've noticed, maybe it's because it's launch day and people aren't that good right now, but the games have been stomps. So if, you've been, if I've been winning, we just win. If we've been losing, we just lose. Like, it's just snowballs, right? Oh, okay. Maybe that's how it is in 5v5. I'm not really sure. They also got rid of some game modes, and what I thought was fine, but people really upset. I mean, they didn't get rid of the maps, but they have for now. The maps were kind of fun, but they got rid of the game modes. That's whatever. Um, it's okay. I don't, I don't really mind any of that stuff. They changed some of the skins. For over from Overwatch One to Overwatch Two, like the base model skins, you can still choose the Overwatch One model skins though, so it's fine. Doesn't really matter. That that was an interesting choice. Let's get. Let's not forget. This is also created by Activision Blizzard, a very notoriously evil company. Whoa! What the? Heck? Yeah, and that's pure true. evil. No, that's true. But there was okay. There's a lot of good videos. We should put in the show links. Uh, I saw videos of like pro players and like show links. Show notes. Show notes. Which will be a link to this YouTube video, and the guy really explained really well, like, what do we expect from Overwatch Two? What, what were we promised, and what ended up being delivered, and what did we lose during that process? And he explains like the thought process of the company and the thought process of what happened, and he said even though Overwatch Two might be a great game, we might love it right now. It wasn't what was promised to us. 
and it wasn't what we expected and it was they're missing something and the reason why they shifted to this paradigm might be because of monetary reasons or whatever the greedy or whatever you want but it's just it is what it is and that's unfortunate so i'm glad some people have these really hot takes which are legit to the game and because cosmetic stuff is important if you care about the cosmetics and if you care about the money prices because yeah I, I do think it's not fair for you to charge 36 dollars if you will for three skins that were released like 10 years ago or something that's that's like that's like what the heck i don't know that's like daytime robbery or something you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just way too much i don't know why i consider myself very lucky in this regard where something about the games as a service games just don't appeal to me at all games as a service games yeah you're familiar with the term it's the idea like it's a game that's meant to occupy all of your time basically it's supposed to be like your main game you come back to it day after day week after week month after month keeping up with it they put in new stuff they unlock new stuff they have to work towards and just to keep you incentivized you know that carrot on the end of the stick basically for you yeah and something about that just never appealed to me and so like that's why i've never been suckered into like sinking hours and hours into these games that like i once again this comes back to the league thing where like when i hear people talk about it it feels like they are they're enjoying themselves but also not at the same time. Like they, it feels like a very unhealthy relationship they have with these games, and I'm just consider myself very lucky that I just they never appeal to me. That's just the vocal minority, and also you don't have to play it day by day. Like I, I like like I'm a very casual player, right? I play League of Legends, I play Overwatch, but I haven't played as much as like most people play. In my opinion, that's what I'm thinking. So it's like you know you play as much as you want. You don't have to play every day. You don't have to. You no, know. you can, you can just come in play. F- one to two matches, leave, and then come back months later if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I played Overwatch 1 when the hype was dying, just to see how the game is like. You know, this is before Overwatch 2 was even in beta, I think. I was like, oh, I just want to see what's going on. You know, how's it going? The queue times for DPS roles was, like, greater than 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I, I'm not sitting here for 20 minutes. Dude, what are you talking about? Like, what the heck? I'm not even at the top of the top. If you're in the elite, I was thinking that's maybe 20 minutes. I'm, I'm just low bronze scrub. I'm not playing at 20. I'm not waiting 20 minutes to play a game, dude. People love playing DPS. I feel like it's the most popular class. It has the most characters too, so it's kind of like you know. Oh, okay. Then that that could also contribute heavily. I feel like DPS, tank, healer. That's like the that's like the rank. Like people like playing DPS. People will settle for tank. No one likes playing support. I feel like a very specific kind of person tends to play support. I don't feel like that at all. If you play support. What, what, if you... what were the wait times for tank, and what were the wait times for support? I feel like support. There wouldn't be a wait time. You just get in. They'd be like, "You want to play support? Yeah, sure. Okay, dude." For support, they give you they give you incentives to play. Like they're like, "Here, you get a loot box, or you get some currency if you play." See, they gotta force you to play it. That's the, that kind of conveys that people aren't that interested. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But that doesn't. I don't think that's. But I'm not saying that there's a certain type of person that plays. I just, I just think like you know, if you're if you're not that great at aiming and stuff, and you know, if you're playing DPS, you wanna you want you wanna do the damage, right? So that's kind of what it is. But Overwatch has a lot of good support heroes. Like, that that don't feel lame, you know? Like, they feel fun to play. I might check out Overwatch, too, if, you, like, you or a couple of our friends or whatever, like, can you can, you can force parties, right? It's not, like, pure yeah, chaos. Yeah, yeah. And you just... Of course you can. Yeah, well, you should, you should play. You should download it and then check it out. It's free to play, so you're not going to lose anything. If I was ever to play, it would be with you. Like, I, I would never touch the game on my own, ever. It would be, like, Why? you or, like, a fan would be like, okay, do you want to play Overwatch, too? Like, uh, yeah, I'll try it out. I'll try it out for the first time with friends. I feel like if I try it out on my own, I will not, 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 not enjoy it. And you're crazy. Well, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We can play together. And also, um, they should download it. There's one more cool. not in there. There was there was an even number of not. There's a double negatives. This will be one more not. In no there. one's counting. No one's counting. At the end of the day, though, there is actually a difference. I'm not sure how many heroes you'll have to you'll get to play because there's a first time user experience. So you're gonna have some heroes locked for you. Honestly, I didn't think about that. Like, as a new brand new player, that experience is gonna be like fundamentally different. Than what you guys have experienced. Yeah, which I think is good. Actually, I think it's good that they did this. This is this is a positive thing where they lock some heroes, and they force you to you know play some, unlock them through challenges and whatnot. Because you know you're not really that good in the beginning. You're getting, you're getting overwhelmed by like bajillion heroes. I'm already I'm already overwhelmed with like half the cast that I already played before because they changed a bunch of a, a bunch of abilities. You know one thing that sucks is let's say you mained a hero in Overwatch one and they change them in Overwatch two, or they change them in an update. That's gonna that really sucks because they, you change your kind of playstyle. Like, if some people, there's a character called Doomfist, who people really enjoyed in Overwatch 1. Yeah, I, I played him a lot, too. And he was a DPS character. In Overwatch 2, he became, they made him a tank. Doomfist was DPS? Doomfist was DPS, yeah. If I'm if I'm recalling the design correctly, because like, I never played the game, I, that guy looked like a tank. Well, I guess. He's just a strong, buff dude, more like most Overwatch characters. Well, like, you know, this, the character design, it feel, it feel like it screamed tank character. You know, he's also the leader of the evil organization. 
No, I don't know any of the lore stuff. I guess you're right. This guy is like, it looks like a semi-buff too. I feel like I remember him looking bigger. Look at the tanks. Just look at look at Reinhardt. Look, yeah, look. yeah, I know. I know what they look like. They look like tank tanks. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, Doomfist could have gone either way. But they changed him. They changed his complete class over. Yeah, they changed his class. You know, they made him a tank. Basically, they gave him armor. They made his health more. They gave his damage. They nerfed his damage. They changed some of his abilities. And I was like, they changed Bastion's abilities. That's a new character at that point, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, different character, right? Uh, they, they made a different character, essentially. Yeah, and just but, threw the old skin on him. But, they, I mean, they have some similarities, right? They have the similar similar attacks, similar, uh, some similar abilities. So, they, they can kind of go, they can get away with it. Like, I played... Echo uh, Fighter. Like, yeah, I played Hanzo a lot, and they changed some of his abilities. You know, it's like it's not that I don't like playing him anymore, but it's kind of like, you know... They actually got rid of stuns, I think. I think pretty much every stun in the game is gone. Like, like I was going to say McCree, but Cassidy... Has that one stun? They got rid of that, and May she could freeze someone, but they got rid of the freeze in her primary. So that's kind of an interesting choice to go to. Like basically, they make the game go faster. I feel like the game is much faster. They don't want someone playing the game being forced to stop and just sit there. Because if you're on the other end of the stun, yeah. that's what happens, right? Yeah, it really sucks. You're basically gonna die anyways. Yeah, that'd be so annoying. So like to get rid of that annoyance. Is it, to me, it's still a fun game. I haven't played that much, but I think it's still. A fun, <laughs> I haven't got. To, I haven't gotten to play that much. People are making jokes like, huh, "It's kind of weird, guys. There's a bug here." I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play uh, the Q simulator, but for some reason, it's Overwatch. <laughs> the Overwatch game screen loaded. <laughs> making jokes like you know the real game is just the the Q, kind of you know. Anyways, these are just launch pains, I suppose. People are saying like this is common in Blizzard launches. I didn't know that. I'm trying to remember what the last thing Blizzard launched was. Was it, it was Diablo Immortal? But all I ever heard about that was just the microtransactions and the they did really well, right? was garbage. But it, it did, did really very well. well. So the same, it did that, stupidly well. But this is the same exact thing for Overwatch. They're like, you know what? People can complain whatever the heck they want. I don't give a flip. That's the thing. Yeah. People, I don't care to hear people's complaint if they're throwing money down. If you're throwing money down, you're the problem. Well, if you complain and you throw money down. Yeah, yes. yeah. If you're complaining but throwing money down, you're the problem. Also, people are complaining on Reddit, and like, like we've already said before, Reddit is like a very, very tiny minority of players in Overwatch. It is. It is. It, it, the, the number of people in the community might trick you into thinking that it's a large percentage, but it's just a large number, but it's a small amount of a v- even larger number. So It's crazy. I'm thinking like, okay, 200,000 players and like, or people on the Reddit, and they're talking about this, and all like a lot of there's a consensus and whatnot, and then all of a sudden it's like, they're not even, probably not even 1%. Of the people that play. I mean, I'm not even joking. There's probably so little that it doesn't even matter. Like, why? Insignificant is yeah. what you're looking for. Insignificant. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you should care about all your players and whatnot. That's true. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, well, if the whales are paying. Unless you make them. Yeah, if the whales are paying me, then that's what. How does. How did Wizard 101 get bought for like a bajillion dollars or whatever? I don't, I don't know how many millions it got bought for. When it's such an old game and no one plays it, it's because whales. I personally know people. That have like thirteen different accounts, and I was I was playing with one person. They're like, "Yeah, I'm like, okay, you you're like you're like almost max level, and you're still playing." He's like, "Yeah, this is like my thirteenth account." I'm like, what? Why why are you making so many accounts? He's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna finish this one. I'm gonna make another one. They just have nothing else to do with their lives, and they just spend money, and they just I don't even know. Really, I don't know. This is where the stereotype of like gamers are just wasting their life away comes from. It's just like, yeah, you know, what? in this in these scenarios, I, I I agree. Yeah, I feel like you could be doing something much more productive with your life. I'm not saying don't don't enjoy your time, but it's like. Oh my god, 13? I would go insane. If someone forced me, if they're like, listen, we'll give you $100,000, do this. I'd be, I'd be, I'd go mad by like account five. Oh yeah, I said accounts. I mean characters. So maybe it's like, if you want to really go, maybe like three accounts. You know, I don't know. But it's the same thing, right? You have to start from scratch and build your yeah, way yeah, all the yeah, way up, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't really, I don't think it really matters whether I'm making it, I'm making fake emails to make new accounts. No, but it's money-wise, money-wise. Because you have to spend oh, money. Oh, right. Which one was, which one was not a f- Free to play game? No, I don't consider that free to play at all. Even it's monthly though, subscription service deal, right? There's many ways to pay for it, but yeah, dude, they threw every single system in there. That's what I'm telling you. They threw the subscription model. They threw they they threw the paid tier model. They threw battle passes. They're loyalty stores. They, every single model you can think of in any other game, they dumped that in Wizard 101. That's just how they, I don't even know, dude. That game is I don't know how that's up. Yeah, but okay, I th- okay. This is final conclusion for Overwatch 2. Launch was kind of annoying. I really think when you're launching the game, you shouldn't have these kind of problems. Especially Friday night. That's kind of like a huge loss. The gameplay itself, I think it's fine. I don't think it's terrible. The monetization is bad. Yes, I agree. I just don't care. Because I'm probably not going to spend money anyways. That's me personally. That's the, that's, the, that's the good response. The good response is, I don't care. I'm not going to spend money. Not, I don't care. I want the stuff. I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, and also the progress of the battle pass. 
it seems pretty good to me. I don't think it's that slow. Okay, that's 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 something. That's that's a plus, I guess. Yeah, but what they should do, like what other games are starting to do, is if you buy the battle pass, you should have it unlocked forever. But you know they don't do that. They have that FOMO experience. I'm gonna unlock it forever. So like the season ends, and the new battle pass is released, but you still have the old battle pass. So it's still you can still work towards it. You can still work towards it exactly. Oh, interesting. But then you get progress for both. That once you pick which one, you I, get progress towards. I don't know how that works. Okay. It's probably either or. I don't. I wouldn't expect. I'm it guessing be. it's either or. Oh, it would be awful if it was only the only the bottom one, the only the oldest one. That would be a kind of the issue. Yeah, I don't think that would be the case. But that's. But yeah, there you go. All right, those are my final thoughts. I'm only play the game, and we'll see how it goes. Maybe we can talk about how the game is next time. Maybe if I ever get around to it, sure. I'll download it today, and then maybe if you or someone we're friends with is willing to like show me the ropes, I'll play it. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. That brings us to the end of episode 102 of Time Sync. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace out. Hasta la vista.